God bless you, people of God. It's Lady Tamara. I have been having so many different audio issues, but I thank God that I was able to rectify and to correct the problem. I wanted to come today just to share this brief message with you. The Spirit of God has really been dealing with me about the art of warfare, spiritual warfare, that is. And so many people right now in this season are dealing with so much persecution, especially online. I find that to be very odd, but I do understand that spirits are not subject to just local places of fellowship and not just in regions, but yes, even online. Any portal that the enemy can use and infiltrate, he will use it. And so I found that to be the case as of late. Um, of course, the familiar passage of scripture, we know Ephesians 6 and 12, the King James Version. The Apostle Paul was speaking about wrestling not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. We have to understand that our battle is not with people. Our battle is with the enemy. And because those people may be weak or timid, they may be immature, they may be hurting, they become a portal whereby the enemy, Satan, can use them to try to attack you. And so we have to understand that even in our normal everyday today lives, we will wrestle against spirits in people. Glory to God. We have to still love people, but I don't play with the devil. I don't like the enemy and he does not like me. He's the accuser of the brethren. And so we have to understand that there is a way that we can wage war in the spirit. And we need to pray for these people that are afflicted, that are in chains and bound up and in bondage to the enemy. Glory to God. But we have to protect ourselves. You know, there are spirits that are high ranking that have been given authority to go into high places. As God promotes you, you will begin to see spirits at a greater level, a greater dimension. Glory to God. You'll see demons and people that you never knew had demons in them because they look like a Christian on the outside and they talk the walk and they walk the talk. My God, but at the end of the day, when you really come face to face with that person, you begin to see the two-headed, three-headed, four-headed monsters that live within them. Glory to God. They have become a coven for the enemy whereby he sends all sorts of spirits of wickedness within that person, within that spirit to attack regions. This is just not about you and your money, your car, your house, your family. This is about the kingdom of God. This is about the body of Christ. This is about the world. There are wicked spirits in the world that have been sent satanically. It's in music, glory to God. It's in the church, religion, and all this rhetoric. That is nothing but a principality and a spirit. Now, you have to understand the word prince is the root word for principality. So the enemy, Satan, is the prince of darkness. He's not a king because Christ is king. He's eternal, triumphant king, the king of kings, because we are kings as well. And that's one of the main reasons why the enemy does not like us, because we have been given a crown. Glory to God. We shall wear our crown. He already gave us a sword, which is the word. He gave us a scepter, which is to rule in his dominion and authority. Glory to God. When he gave us the kingdom of God, that was our ability. That's a scepter in the spirit because that is the portal whereby we are able to tap into what heaven really is saying and what heaven is doing in the earth. Glory to God. So if you are in the kingdom of God, you are royal. You are a royal priesthood. 
And so you have to understand that you are of higher rank than the enemy. And so now he wants to send spirits. He wants to confuse people and send spirits in the formation of other people in high places to attack you. That's wickedness, evil. Some people freely open themselves up for the enemy. Other people, unforgiveness, hate, jealousy, envy, discord, malice, contention, all of those things are portals for the enemy to use to come in and to attack the brethren. That's why when people begin to come to me and talk to me negatively about other people, now there's a difference between sowing discord and telling the truth. <laughs> oh, excuse me. <laughs> oh, excuse me. God forgive me for that. Please excuse me, people of God. But when people come to me and they begin to tell me things about other people, I immediately, I immediately, I discern the situation. And I say, Lord, I just met them and already they're coming to me negative. What am I supposed to gain from this? You know, and he'll tell me most of the time, well, they just wanted somebody to talk to or if they were truly being used of the enemy. But he always uses me to tell them, listen, I would rather not talk about those people because, number one, I don't know you and I don't know what you're going to go and say to them that I said. And I don't want to listen because I feel like if you're listening, you're just as much a part of the problem. Wickedness will try you. It'll try you through your husband, through your wife, through your children, on the job. Glory to God. That's why the scripture says to seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. See, everybody wants the things, but nobody wants to be righteous. A righteous man is one that pursues to do what is pleasing to the Lord, to be obedient to God. You're not perfect whereby you're flawless, but you strive for moral perfection glory to God you strive to do what is right even when other people are doing wrong and even when other people don't want to admit when they have done wrong you still are required to do the right thing glory to God and so when you come against spirits in high ranking places when God begins to elevate you everybody wants to shout shift transformation and promotion but when those three things come major major principalities and powers and rulers you have to understand the world is a world system the government is a system just like the kingdom is a system and so when people are not in the kingdom, they are in the world. They are in the world system. So then we living in the world, but not being of the world, we will come in contact with these spirits because they don't want people to come out of that bondage. They want people to depend on the world system and not know about the kingdom system. That's why I'm for preaching Christ and him crucified, because what good is it to teach about the kingdom? But you don't know the king. You have to know the king of kings. My God, we preach so many different things today in the body of Christ. And Christ is, what, the last five minutes of the sermon. You know, because we, we've, made, we've made the gospel about everything else but what the gospel should be. That's the glad tidings, the good news. The good news of Jesus Christ. Sending that message to the people that you don't have to live like you are without a loving father, without a savior. That's the gospel message. I'm all for the apostolic and the prophetic, but that stuff means nothing if the people don't know the king. Because we have some people, they are hyper apostolic and hyper prophetic. The spirit of God had to tell me that. He said, I want you to focus on me and the message of the kingdom of God. 
Because without the kingdom, you can't tap into the apostolic because in order to tap into the apostolic, you have to be in the kingdom. You can't come against certain principalities except you have been given a certain power and authority, dunamis power, exousia. You can't tap into that if you're not in the kingdom. Because that is a power that has been given to God's kingdom citizens, to his children. You can't be out of his will and use his power. And so that's why we have spirits tearing people down, tearing churches down, destroying marriages. Because we have people that want the power. They pray for power, fast for power. They want to sit under leaders that are not even anointed to to impart into them. They go all over the world following people all up and down the highways and the byways. Passing up an opportunity to be a blessing to somebody else. Because they want to follow behind the caravan of people going here and there doing this and that. To claim somebody else's power that they paid a major price for. When all they need to do is submit to God and say God. Endow me with your power. You get his power when you begin to walk like him and talk like him and live for him. He'll just pass out power just because you praying and calling on Jesus name a million times. Honey, when you get the real Holy Ghost, you get power. Peter had power on the day of Pentecost. It's going to take that same power, that exousia. Man, when you have exousia, I'm telling you certain things won't even try you. Because it will not stand a chance. The apostles walked in great power and wisdom. Spirits was frightened. Paul had spirits attacking, trying to attack him anyway. Women screaming, these are men of God. Witches, warlocks, sorcerers. Oh, they're going to acknowledge you. And some of them going to pretend to be your friends. They will pretend to be sons and daughters and followers and supporters. But when you get to a certain rank, God going to start to show you the real devil that lives within people. I remember listening to a message by Prophetess Bynum. God bless the woman of God. I love her and appreciate her ministry so much because she said something one time. She said, oh, you getting ready to see the real devil, the real, real devil. And I thought, well, there is but one devil. But I understood what she meant that when you reach a certain place in God, when he begins to elevate you, he elevates your thinking. He elevates you in the spirit and you begin to tap into wickedness that you never even saw before. So while you fighting people, honey, people ain't really your problem. Your problem is that spirit that has been given leeway by the enemy to operate. So that's what Paul meant. We wrestle not against flesh and blood. People are not your problem. There are principalities, there are prince spirits operating in regions, molestation, drugs, poverty, you name it. They are principalities. Cancer is a principality. It's not a sickness. It's a principality. Principalities come to take people out. Glory to God. Powers, false powers. Because they are some people they can pray and lay hands and do all of that stuff. And you think that's God and that's demonic. That's why you need to have and pray for the gift of discerning of spirits. Everybody says, oh, God, increase my discernment. <laughs> discernment is no different from a psychic. If you have it, you need to pray for God's gift of the discerning of spirits. That way you'll be able to discern what's of God and what is not. Spiritual wickedness in high places. That's in government. It's in the church. My God is definitely in the sector of the local church.
That's why we are the ecclesia. We are the called out ones. You have to come out from among them and be separated. Everybody won't like you. They won't understand you. God told me recently, grow up. I'm getting ready to I'm getting ready to take you somewhere. And he said, and where I'm taking you, you're going to come face to face with some things that will make you question everything you've been taught. He said, but I don't want you to fear that. I want you to stand in the midst of adversity and persecution and lies and judgment. He said, stand in the midst of that. Don't open up your mouth. You don't have to fight people with your words. War in the spirit and pray. He said, I put a scepter in your hand. I give you the word of God as your sword. Operate in wisdom and stay in humility. That's why I will never break covenant again with my apostolic mother. I was going through something last week. I call her and immediately the thing left. It, the spirit, it got up off of me. I was grieving ex excessively. And the spirit, the spirit of grief, when she began to pray, when I heard her voice, I felt it lift off of me. That's why you need real, genuine apostolic parents in the Lord. With authority and rank who operate in humility and who carry you in the spirit. She doesn't have to call me every single day. I don't have to call her every single day. She feels me. She inboxed me last week and said, are you okay? And little did we know something was brewing. That was a warning. That's why I will never separate from my apostolic mother. And that's why I'm very discreet in my relationship with her. And even in other senior mothers in the Lord that impart into me and pray for me. I will never break covenant and fellowship with them because I know that God has anointed them with a greater level of wisdom and power that they are imparting into me to prepare me for where he's taking me. People who have never been where you're going can't impart into you. Not for where you're going anyway. They can give you something on the level that you're stuck in. But to progress and to transform and to transition, you need people that have been there. And so that's why I stress, stay covered, stay covered. Even the prayer lines, prayer calls, God told me, I'm going to send you where I want you to go. I'm going to tell you when to do a call. He said, I want you to be strategic and be led by me. Don't fall into the traditions and the patterns of other people. He told me recently, I'm disconnecting you from some things and some people because they will put their mouth against you. And rather than have them do that and not judge them, he said, I'd rather move you out of the way. Move them out of the way. That way there will be no, no animosity whatsoever. And so I'm telling you people of God, be encouraged in this season. God is strategically anointing his apostles and prophets to help to restore the church to his initial pattern. All this other stuff, this hogwash, it has no eternal meaning whatsoever. I don't need you to tell me my social security number. I don't need you to tell me what city, what street or any of that that I live at or live on that I've done. I don't need to hear that. People need to hear a word from God. What is God saying? What is he doing? What is he getting ready to do? All that other stuff. That low level prophecy, I have no time for that. And it's not to disrespect them or the office, but I'm just in another place. Don't come to me telling me something and you can't back it up. There's no there's there's no validity to what you're saying. I'm shutting it down. I heard Apostle Taylor say this. You know, he will shut a prophet up real quick. You can be as accurate as the day is long, but he will shut you up because sometimes some of that stuff is a distraction. When you're trying to set order, we don't need all of that stuff. That's out of season. It's time to get back and down to the basics, to the real deal, because so many people want to master the unfathomable that they miss the basics.
You so deep till even the simple preaching of the gospel, people can't even receive it from you. God spoke that to me. He said, I want you to be more realistic. Yeah, I might give you great revelation. And and revelation is not a private interpretation. But he said, I'll give you private revelation. And in time, I'll begin to unfold it. Paul was speaking from a whole other place, from the third realm. The man was out of everybody else that was around him he was just from cut from a whole other mold he was before his time he was speaking and prophesying and 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 imparting before his time god graced him with that ability god will give you revelation in the church where we are currently they may not be able to receive the revelation it's not to say that it's not god but it's to say that you need to wait on that timing the timing of the Lord is very important to me. Recently, I was preparing to do things and go places. And he told me, he said, I just like how you're planning to do things. And you didn't even come to me and say, well, daddy, is it okay? He said, I'm going to permit you to do it. But in this season, if I tell you I don't want you connecting, it's not that it's anything wrong with the people. But sometimes that can be a distraction for what I'm trying to do in you. Begin to show me that he said when you start going places and you at free will and you just so some people too liberated they so liberal that they don't have a standard so now they go any way the wind blows they don't have a set standard which means God can't lead them because they already have their own pattern of how they want to do things. God said, I'm going to shake up everything that I want to shake up in you and I want you and I expect you to walk accordingly. When you begin to connect, even if the people are godly and it's not the season, the enemy will show his ugly head. So I told God, God, nothing out of season, all things done decently and in order. That has been my little prayer chant to him. I say, God, all things decently and in order, nothing out of season. Nothing and no one out of season. I said, close the portals, whatever access and gateway and entrance that I've given to people, spirits in high places, because God has given me favor with people. And I noticed that a lot of people want to ride my coattail because it's not that they love me or praying for me. They want to be connected to the people that have connected themselves to me. And I have not asked anybody to give me great favor. I've not asked anybody to bless me. All the things that God has done, he's done it through the voice of someone else and the people. People just followed suit and I just find that a lot of people, they want to attach themselves like leeches in the spirit. And I told God, God, I don't know why they want to attach to me because if only they knew how much I depend on you, if only they knew what I go through just to be who you call me to be. It's not in my own strength. I know nothing and I can do nothing in my own power. It is through him, through him only. I said, God, I'm nothing. You are everything. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. I feel the anointing. That's what I say to him. And people say, well, sis, you know, I don't know if you should say it that way. But it's the truth. I mean, I'm nothing. I'm nothing without God. I could do nothing. Thank you, Jesus. I would know nothing. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. I would be nothing without him. I would be lost. And so that is my passion in this season for the people of God to begin to tap in the spirit and let God elevate you and promote you. Stop letting people promote you and they don't even have an anointing upon their own lives. Let God promote you, your brokenness. Thank you, Jesus, because what God is getting ready to do in your life, you're going to attach yourself to situations that will call for you to be equipped. And when you go before your time, you miss the process. So you're weak. And the enemy will come in and he will attack you. 
So you need in this season to be aware of spiritual wickedness in people in small and high places. Principalities, my God. Powers, rulers of darkness of this world. We're in the world, we're not of it. But spirits will come to try to destroy. And that's why you've been set as a watchman on the wall to pray. In this season, pray like never before. Pray, get alone and pray. Pray with other prayerful people. But don't lose sight of why God anointed you. Glory to God. I pray that this message has blessed someone. Message me on Facebook at Apostolic Prophetess, Prophet Tamara Green. And you may also message me on Twitter at Lady Tamara G. I love you. God bless you.